Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is episode 212. I have a very, very, very special guest, my boy Jonah from In Between the BS. Jonah, what's up? I know it was a long trip over there from where you at to lobby, so I apologize. Uh, I would say, first of all, that it's an honor to be here with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I truly appreciate you uh, um, inviting us over. You know, I brought my baby boy with me. Mm-hmm. We, was, uh, for those, you know, that understand uh, uh, being a single father, uh, we still got to find uh, ways to get things done. You know what I mean? No excuses. I hear you on that. No. It's, it's no joke. But at least in a way, you found parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Long Beach over here, I mean, parking's a mug. You know, and you know, people are getting killed for parking spots. No, seriously, I seen that right. Uh, I, I seen that the other day. It came out on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a a man and his wife, right? Yes. Uh, children of three, I believe. I think yeah, three children. Three girls. Yeah. Um, they uh, got killed right there by their house. The kids were bawling uh, right there on the ground over over a parking spot. It's just it's it's sad. I mean. <sighs> I don't mean let's get to it. I mean, um, before we get to um, a lot of the stuff we want to talk about, um, the first things first, how was, how was your day? Uh, it was good. Say, you know, uh, I have five kids. So I oh, take wow. care of, yeah. So uh, I, I, I pretty much raised five kids on my own. I mean, the mom, the mom's in the picture, uh, but she works 10 hour shifts. Oh, wow. So they're pretty much mine's from 7.30 to 7.30. Oh, wow. And then uh, in the evening, uh, she takes them over in the evening. And uh, and then she gets her little uh, Saturday with them, and I get my Sunday with them. Yeah. So I pretty much have like one or two days, uh, two days, two days off. <laughs> Other than that, they're Telling with you. <laughs> it says when you have because I have four kids and uh, I'm raising two boys on my own. Uh, my daughter lives with her mom, and my son is over here, and we're gonna get married and we're save up to get our own place. But I I know the struggle, man. It's uh it's twenty four seven, man. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, it's uh, something you rarely see a, a father raising uh, his own his kids. It's it's hard because you know a lot of the kids go with their mom, and you rarely see uh, men stepping up. Yeah, I, I, it is true, right? Because where I stay at, uh, I notice that there's a lot of uh, there, there's single moms, right? Yes, and uh, we, we we tend to talk. We, we tend I, I tend to talk to a lot of people's. And mm-hmm. my, I've lived in the same community. Uh, for about I mean I grew up in that area my whole life mm-hmm. but where I'm at right now I, I've lived there eight going on nine years now oh wow so I pretty much know like my whole neighbors and everybody and mm-hmm. uh, we're a uh, purple like our city is purple right uh, mm-hmm. I don't for those who don't know what purple means um, or a purple county mm-hmm. not what well, not county it's a purple industrial mm-hmm. uh, there's, you know, you have the blue for the Democrats, the red for the Republicans, and then you have purple, which is a mix of both. So it can flip either way, right? Mm, I never heard of that. Yeah. Thing. So it, it's a, we're, we're like purple. So there's like a lot of uh, conservative and liberal mm-hmm. uh, mentalities there. And mm-hmm. it's funny, right? Because of that, you know, like uh, being a coach of soccer when I, when I was able to do it, mm-hmm. um, I'd have parents that were Trumpies and I'd have... Uh, parents that were liberal, you know, and, and you live in the same neighborhood with people, so you learn how to communicate. You learn how to communicate, mm-hmm. whether your whatever your political beliefs are. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's purple, and the reason why I say it's purple is because um, communication is key, right? Communication is everything. Um, 
the corona, the virus, the lockdown yes. made everybody's emotions very high. I've we, never seen this. And we're living in history. And, and when you see that stuff, what was going on, it just, it was too much info, too much for the brain to handle. And, and a lot of people just couldn't take it. You know, it's just uh, pe people's emotions were changing. They're going against each other. You know, and even with the president, the change of presidency and stuff, it was just, it was like a, it's like it's like a melt, it's like a boiling pot ready to, um, ready to pop, you know, and everything. I was like, eesh. I just saw a lot of people who, uh, their just personalities just changed left and right, and I was like, what the heck's going on, you know? It is funny. It, it, it's kind of funny, right? Because they made everybody so scared, especially those who like really stayed inside the house <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know those, I mean, I'm not laughing at uh, 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 what they chose to do yes I, I, I'm laughing at how they convinced people to do that you know like stay inside don't come out um, and you know media is a very powerful weapon mm -hmm. and, and, and People did. I know people that actually did not come out of their home, you know, and, and, and they were scared to touch. Even my own family members, like, stay over there. Stay like, no, no, no visiting, nothing. Uh, one of my sisters took it to the extreme where they spray you with bleach before you even go in. Right? <laughs> like what this was at heck? first, right? Like this yeah, is at yeah, first. Yeah. This is at first when everybody was like, "What's going on? What's happening?" When the toilet paper was running out, right? <laughs> or the wipes. One of the greatest mysteries of the corona would be why did all the toilet paper disappear? What the fuck? What, 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 what was the deal with all the toilet paper, right? <laughs> but mm -hmm. but um, you have to say that it was like a shock, right? Like, like people went into a shock. Like... The media, the news was showing people in body bags That's being true. drugged to ice trucks, and, and 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 all these people supposedly filled in the hospitals. But then you had people like me <laughs> going to the hospitals and seeing nobody there. You know what I mean? Like like what the hell's going on here? Right? They're saying that the hospitals are filled, but when you go visit the hospitals, they're there's no, but they're empty. You're empty. So it, it, it it's like. Oh, but you need to study your information. It's like, well, what information are you asking me to study? Because you're saying the hospitals are filled, but when I go to the hospitals, they're empty. So what am I supposed to believe? What they're telling you or what I'm seeing with my eyes? Mm. And that's what that we live in a society right now where people no longer want to see with their eyes. They don't want to believe what their eyes are telling them. They only want to believe what information is being put in them. And that's crazy, right? And that's why I say... I think at this moment in time, it's vital to be living in a purple county, city, state where you're getting information from the liberal and the conservative and you're taking both in because both sides are right. If you really pay attention, both of them are speaking truth, but they're conflicting with one another because one side says you have to believe me 100% and the other side says you have to believe me 100%. And that's like having a wife that says... You have to believe me 100%. <laughs> that relationship is going to go to hell. <laughs> you have no choice. I, I guess I believe you. Okay. Instead of 100, can you make it 20? <laughs> so what I'm trying to get at is that 
when people forget to process on their own because mm-hmm. that's where we're at right now mm-hmm. people don't know like they just threw so much shit at the wall that people can't process the information that's being given because a lot of information is being given mm-hmm. it's up to you to dissect it now mm-hmm. and people have become very lazy right and that's the truth uh, mm-hmm. people have become very reliable on electronics and social media yeah. and, and they've become very lazy to just do their own reading their own uh, psychological battles and deal with their own mental health mm. that they're so worried about everybody else they're so worried about what everybody else is doing That's so but, true. but but they're not focusing on them mm-hmm. it's like no I'd rather focus on Mega Man. Mega Man's being talk shit about all week today, so let me go talk shit too. You know what I mean? Like like it's all the instead, leader. Yeah. Instead of instead of, you know what, man, I fucked up by yelling at my kid like that, you know, a little while ago and I should have not said that. Maybe I should go talk to him and be like, bro, you know what? I was mad at you because you did this. But I I fucked up because I should have not came at you that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No 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 nobody wants to take accountability or responsibility no. of their own no more. It's, Everybody just wants to jump on the fucking bandwagon and yeah. talk shit to whoever's follow getting talked to. It's follow the leader and stuff like that. And I thought I thought in a way with this COVID and all this stuff, you know the little setback. You know I thought this was a reset button to kind of like, hey, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong in my life? Hey. You know what? Like, hey, I want to better myself with this, you know, not have people dwelling in this or whatever. But now that things are opening back up here and there, it just feel like people are just being more of an asshole now. Because I honestly feel that a lot of people were taken away, right, mm-hmm. from humanity. So now you're being introduced back into humana- humanity. And that's why you're seeing all these road rages. That's why you're seeing all these fighting for parking spots. That's why you're seeing. Uh, um, that's why you're seeing all these hit and runs and DUIs, mm-hmm. because people are coming back out and they're like kids. They forgot how to be respectful. They forgot how to deal with their emotions. So now when they're out and about, they're so used to being caged up with their children, with their girl, with their mom, or whatever it may be. And just lashing out at each other, right? Because when you're mm-hmm. under the same roof, it doesn't matter how much you love that person. Yeah. You're going to be lashing out at each You're going to bump heads. Yeah. So the way you were conducting yourself for a year in that house, you're bringing it out to society. And now you're conducting yourself the way you did indoors with strangers. And then strangers were acting the same way. And now what you have is an explosion. Because, you know, people were drinking more mm-hmm. you know, from the lockdown. Divorce rate was an all-time high. Suicide, depression. I mean, just everything like it's not good for mental awareness you know and people like to talk so much about what the disease virus of covid has done to the people but they don't want to focus on what it's done to people's mental health like what you said suicides jobs divorces separations like 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 at the end of the day they got to do a statistic to be like how many relationships were destroyed during COVID? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot. I'm one, I'm one of them, you know. Uh, 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 the mother of my children decided to leave during COVID, uh, you know, uh, September. September of uh, 2020. Oof. You know, right there when COVID was a beast, right? Yeah. 
in the middle of lockdown and everything, we decided to leave. Hey, you want to go? Bye. See you later. Was it? Is it more like well, people with situations like that? Is it because it's too, it's too much going on? It's it, the the, pre, the pressure got to them. Like I see a lot of relationships and and divorces like that. I hear people, women's and men's stories. Like, well, is this? It was. Too, it's too much. You know what? At the end of the day. After all the years, mm -hmm. I became a real dick, and she and respectfully became a real bitch. Yeah. Uh, to me, and yeah. me a dick to her, right? Mm -hmm. a, 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 and you know, like do things intentionally to agitate me, mm. and I would do things intentionally to agitate her. Do one to others, and yeah. people do one to you. A, and. And every now and then we'll have a laugh or we'll do this or that. Yeah. And then, uh, but then argue here and there. Not crazy. Mm -hmm. not, not crazy because mm -hmm. uh, I grew up in a home filled with arguing. And yeah. my, my, my uh, mom, like, you know, people talk about toxic women. Yeah. You know, well, it, it, like it's a new thing. No, that shit's bad. I, I grew up watching my mom beating the shit out of my stepdad. Sheesh. You know, where he was an alcoholic. You Ooh. know, uh, uh, he still drinks, but he learned how to calm down now. Mm -hmm. But back then, you know, when I was five, six, seven years old, I used to see my mom beat the shit out of him with shoes and belts. And he'll take it like a champ. He would never, I, I, my stepdad, I'd never see him, him raise, not even raise a hand at her. Mm -hmm. She said, get the fuck out of the house. He fucking left. You know, yeah. so that's why I am the way I am today. Like, I never raise a hand to my the mother of my children. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? I'm this, all right, whatever, fuck you. And I leave. Mm -hmm. I've always just leave. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want my children to grow up seeing mom and dad in a toxic relationship. Even though we were toxic, I didn't want them to see that part. I, I, I And when she decided to leave, instead of me... Angry, complaining, this, 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 yeah, you want to go, whatever, and mm. just be gone by the time I get back. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know I, I mean? I've been there too with my parents who are so toxic, toxic, and when I, when I, when my first marriage, I was like, am I supposed to be like that? When I, with, with my first wife, and I, we, and I was young, I got married when I was young, I wasn't ready, you know, but when you, when you get older and realize that the mistakes that you're doing wrong, is like, because you, because maybe this is how a husband should treat his wife, or or is it a wife treats the husband like that? And I realized, like, dude, I got, I got, I got to stop this cycle. I'm not going to continue this and tell my boys, hey, this is okay f to do this. No way, fuck that. No, and see, this is our second separation, right? But this uh -huh. one's for good. Uh huh. Uh, the first time we separated, it was drugs and alcohol involved. You know? Yes. So we were young. We only had two kids at the time. Mm -hmm. And we separated 2013. Mm -hmm. And that was a bad experience. You know, I fucking broke the car to my window mm -hmm. so I can get my wallet and something else out. Mm -hmm. They called the cops on me. They arrested me later on. I'm at my mom's house mm -hmm. uh, for vandalizing my own car. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, it's my car. You know I, mean? I make payments. So I bailed out. You know, spent... Literally, it cost me my my savings ten thousand dollars on lawyer, on bail, uh, 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 getting my life back together again. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but we separated, fought for custody of my children, mm -hmm. was granted fifty joint custody. That's good. And we didn't talk for a whole year. 
Then we started talking again. Mm -hmm. She no longer drank. I no longer did drugs. Mm -hmm. Gave it another try. Why not? You know, I did. I, 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 I mean, to this day, you know, like there's love there. You know what I mean? It's the mother of my children. Oh yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and and I think it's very important for people to understand this separation because it made me reflect upon myself and put me towards a new path. Mm. It made me see world and life differently. Mm -hmm. Right, because one of the key words that she told me was that we see life differently. Mm -hmm. And that's true. She was more Trumpish, okay. I was more liberalish. Okay. And maybe I was a little too liberal. Because at the same time, I was a little Trumpy-ish myself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I did believe in a lot of things that he was saying and doing, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to communicate on that part because it was like, oh, I'm, maybe the anger and rage that I had towards the mother of my children. I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to agree with her for shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, <laughs> so, when she decided to leave, it made me reflect on a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about, I did marches, right? Some of the biggest marches that uh, LA's uh, uh, has seen for brown people. Yes. You know, especially for the Free Our Kids marches. Yes. And, and the Black and Brown Unity March, mm -hmm. which was not involved with no Black Lives Matters. That was people oh, from the streets. That was gonna, I was going to tell you, I was going to ask you about that. It was Black Lives Matters uh -huh. tried everything in their power to stop it. They didn't want a Black and Brown Unity March that wasn't orchestrated by them. They said that the streets and the gangs and the vendors was no business of them. They didn't want to be involved, and neither did other organizations in LA that work with them, mm -hmm. uh, uh, that that were haters on the movement that we were doing. Mm -hmm. uh, like I mean, I'll say Centros, CSO. Uh, they uh, uh, were they were they they work with Black Lives Matters. Okay. To try to stop the people's movement, and because they didn't like that it was the people not their organizations. They felt that we were taking money from them. They felt that we were taking attention from them. They felt that we were taking limelight from them. Especially when we did the Black and, uh, Black and Brown Unity March mm -hmm. and the news said that this is a brown people's march, free our kids. This is not a Black Lives Matters march. Mm -hmm. So when you go and you say that to them because they're a money-making business. So the people are a threat to their business because they're asking people to run and fund them when the marches that we were holding was being financed by the people, by me. I literally financed a lot of the marches. I paid for a lot of things out of my own pocket. Wow. I put $10,000 of my own money to just let our voices be heard for the children that were in the cages and the injustices that are being committed by certain bad cops mm -hmm. not I mean like 
I know BLM and all these other organizations like to say all cops are bad cops and you you know what I mean? That's like saying all all, all, all brown people like, like like Trump saying all brown people are rapists, right? Mm-hmm. Like get the fuck out of here with that, right? Like like there are bad people that commit bad things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's just what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel that they like to say all so it can take away from the message, right? The message is to get justice, mm-hmm. right? Justice for an individual for the crimes that this individual or individuals committed. Mm-hmm. And when you include a hundred people for one murder, you're creating a shield for that one person that committed the crime. You know what I mean? If me and you were at a house party and somebody died in that backyard mm-hmm. and there was a hundred of us there, but Joe did it, who are they going to charge? They're going to charge Joe. They're not going to charge the hundred people here. But when you're talking crap about all of them or there's nobody testifying, nobody saying anything or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You're creating a shield for Joe. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand what I got out of the marches, what I got out of everything that I was doing. And I put, I mean, I, I lost my family for it, right? I, I lost my family for my beliefs. You know, I, I, and you want to talk about oppression, you know, I'm food stamps, section eight, behind the factories and train tracks. You, you know what I mean? I grew up with the sewer rats. Mm-hmm. I grew up playing with pistols in the 90s when gangbanging was the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that when everybody was doing it to survive, when crack cocaine was hitting the streets. Yeah, oh so yeah. You, what, you know what I mean? Oh when, yeah. When, when Ronald Reagan brought the cocaine and rocked it up, and then George Bush came in and yeah. put the guns in the neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what I mean? And then Bill Clinton came and started trying juveniles as adults. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I live that moment of what these activists or whacktivists whacktivists (laughs) now speak of right they want to complain about a narrative of then but they've never experienced or know what we rose out of you know what I mean if you want to speak of oppression and this and that I rose from that and took advantage of a capitalist system and capitalized on it Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, you look back at life. I was falsely in prison for six years. You want to talk about oppression. I know what it means to get beat the hell down, handcuffed, only in your pair of boxers, and thrown in an icebox for hours. You know what I mean? So, the reason why I bring this up is because during my separation and my year off, I took a year off to reflect life and my decisions yes that's why but now i'm coming hard i'm here touch, touching issues issues that people don't want to talk about or feel so sensitive about whether it's the vaccines whether it's abortion whether it's biden whether it's trump but you know what these are issues and topics that must be talked about i'm not a trumpy i'm not a democrat but you know what i could see what the trumpies are talking about i take it in i hear it I hear what liberals are talking about. I take it in and hear it. But then it's my decision, my choice to do what I want with it. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do with it is to let people know that it's okay to talk. Mm-hmm. Because if you listen to the people that are out there on the streets marching, and this is why I say activists, they're saying you can't talk to those people. 
you can't talk to those people. You know what I was out there at the marches? Nine times out of ten, the people that was set off the fights was the side I thought was good. The liberals. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the infiltrating BLM people. Because BLM... They didn't like. I know the news tries to say, "Oh, BLM did this and this." You know. What about the I Antifa? What about the Antifa? Antifa. So Antifa, they're the ones who really, you know, they go there to shut down freeway. They they go do their as mother. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Daddy. <laughs> what? You gotta go right over there and watch. Okay. Why? Why okay. you? Why my tablet be? <laughs> when they when they bring it, now go over there, please. <laughs> Yeah, I want to talk about with Antifa. I see a so, lot, of, lot of that stuff. So, let me tell you like this, man. From what I got out of it, right? And I think it's important, right? I was there. I was there, front lines, talking to Antifas, talking to uh, uh, BLMs, talking to uh, uh, even family members who are, you know, demanding justice for the injustice murders of their children. You know what I mean? Like Cesar Rodriguez, who's a young, he was a young man on his way home, and a police officer came and grabbed him from the back, just because he didn't pay a dollar seventy-five for the metro. Just because he didn't pay to get on the metro, a police officer came and grabbed him from the back right here in Long Beach, at the metro in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. Grabbed him from the back, seeing the train coming. And swung him onto the train tracks where the train fucking just stopped on top of him and they left it on top of him for 20 minutes. They waited 20 minutes to take the, the, the Amtrak off. Then pulled back, took him to the hospital where he died later. And they didn't notify the family until days later, but they didn't notify the family, they notified the school teacher. Whoa. And then the school teacher notified the family. And what about the cop? Oh, the cop got promoted to detective. So, so, so that is an injustice, right? That is a murder. You could see on the film, the cop sees the train coming and throws him on there. What the fuck? So they're not only shooting, they're using vehicles, they're using other objects to kill people. And I don't want to say all, I'm just saying certain officers that are meant to protect and serve the people mm -hmm. are literally they're murdering the citizens that they're supposed to protect. Now, tell me if this is true. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. In the sheriffs over there in East Los and all that, they're sheriffs, they have a gang. The Benditos. And your initiation, you need to kill someone. That's what they say. That's what I've been hearing about. So, I myself... Because East LA, they have their own thing. You know what I mean? Their own organizations, their own people. Yeah, yeah. Their whatever they got going on, that's their their uh, uh, thing. Mm -hmm. So how they choose to approach it, you know, I respectfully let them do what they do. But what I do know is that there are gangs and. They're not white supremacists. They're brown people. Killing brown These people. These are brown cops. Why is that? And, and, well, <laughs> so tough, huh? being a brown person, I gotta say, 
Being a brown person has probably got to be one of the hardest fucking things to be in America, right? And I'm an American citizen, and I'm happy as fuck to be an American citizen. Because I left this country one time. I went to TJ. And I ended up being thrown in the fucking caravan, ran with the caravan, got tear gassed by the U.S. military, thrown in fucking jail, running with two kids in my arms. After all the tear gas, after running with kids in my arms, after seeing everything that went down, I get snatched up, thrown in the bank of a paddy wagon, and went to Central, the TJ, the Jones TJ in Central. Mm-hmm. I had to pay $300 to get out for me and the fool that was with me. The fool that made us end up running with the caravan because we got locked. They shut down the border. And we're talking about 2018 of November, the day after Thanksgiving. I left the country once. And like I said, tear gassed, thrown in jail. Uh, you know what? I'll stay here. <laughs> I'll stay right here in America. There's <laughs> no joke and, over and, there. And, 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 and you know what I mean? They just snatch you up and throw you in jail. You want to talk about oppression? <laughs> I'm telling you, when we went there, when we were in the holding tank, and that, that stop, cold. stop, okay? Go relax over there. Go. That cold. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Go over <laughs> there, okay? Relax. <laughs> uh, hey, take my jacket. You want my jacket? Okay. <laughs> relax right there. We'll take care of you right now. I'll say, I'm trying to think. I have a sweater in the car. You want it? <laughs> Kids. Okay. <laughs> Kids. Okay. What, what were you saying? So, so uh, uh, at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is that when we were in there in the holding tanks, mm-hmm. they had regulars, mm-hmm. right? So the fools would be like, they would know each other. The fucking cops would ah, I mean, that's the way. Yeah, la, la, la. And then the fucking guys would be like, yeah, bro, right here. And he goes, hey, you're not from here. You're, that is American. They, right? they know. Yeah, huh? they know right off the bat. I go, yeah, bro, American. It was like, oh, here, use my cell phone. Go ahead, call your people. And this is what they let them in there with the cell phone. I go and I call my fucking baby's mom. I was like, hey, man, I'm fucking Joe and TJ. Well, you better fucking be back before I go to work. <laughs> yeah, Damn. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's about 8, eight o'clock at night already, you know. <laughs> she goes yeah, on a Sunday. Uh, and she goes to work on a Monday, you know. So, um, so uh, yeah, we called this dad and they were telling me like, yeah, bro, right here. We, we just be standing out here drinking a beer or eating a taco and they just come and grab you and throw you in jail and make you pay money to get out. See, it's like they kidnap, they're literally kidnapping you for ransom. And, and, and you know, so at, at least right here, you know, um, I mean, I was a part of all these protests. I was there, you know, I mean, I got, I got pulled out of my vehicle um, at gunpoint by the police officers leaving a protest. Undercovers. There's always undercovers there, huh? Uh, well, actually, this happened in Yucaipa, right? Okay. Uh, we went out to Yucaipa, which is um, like the Trumpiest of Trump, you know, like like pure, like white supremacy people, like, you know, police officers, and it's a police town. Mm-hmm. And we went over there in memory of uh, Rosalie, uh, uh, a little brown girl, about 13 years old, um, and she committed suicide because uh, the white kids in her school were telling her that you're too brown, you're ugly, brown people are disgusting, and, and they were putting all these things in her head where she just uh, decided to kill herself. Ugh. And on her suicide note, she said, please 
don't show a picture of me and a closed coffin because I'm too ugly for anybody to see me. And when I heard this story, it broke my heart. And her anniversary was coming up last year. So we went. I believe it was August 1st. We went. And it's crazy, right? Because we went to this protest in good intentions for the memory of Rosalie. And I have it all on footage on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And Trumpies were coming and they're like talking about Black Lives Matters and burning the system. And I was like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not Black Lives Matters, first of all. We're free our kids. And they're like, well, what the hell is free our kids? We're free our kids is an organization to be able to work uh, to better our future generations, to start communicating, for us to start speaking, for us to start, you know, like, like seriously, like if this is America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, you know, brown people ain't going nowhere, white people ain't going nowhere, black people ain't going nowhere, Asian people ain't going nowhere. I mean, as Asian people are coming <laughs> like a motherfucker right they're now. Coming. <laughs> they're coming. So, so if people ain't going nowhere right now, so the best thing we could do for our children is to learn how to coexist with one another now. Mm-hmm. So that way we don't hand down the same toxicness that was handed down to us and they don't have to grow up doing what we're doing today. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. So when I say free our kids, yes, I'm talking about the kids in cages. Yes, I'm talking about the kids that are in the gangs. Yes, I'm talking about, uh, uh, um, you know, our children being able to get uh, into soccer, into boxing, uh, into programs to keep them off of the streets. But I am also talking about truly freeing our kids from a system. Mm-hmm. From a system that was created only to murder and enslave brown, black, and poor white children. Mm. Because we live in a capitalist system. Yes. So those are the first steps to understanding the war that we are involved in. We're not in a war against capitalism. Because it is because of capitalism that I have succeeded in life. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to capitalize on capitalism. Mm-hmm. Now, the trick is to teach, to teach future generations how to do the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did it at a nickel and dime level. We want to hand down hundreds and thousands to our children now, right? We don't want our children to see... My parents, my, my parents came from Central America. Mm-hmm. I'm native to that land, right? Yes. At least my ancestry, my culture, right? Mm-hmm. They, my, so my family, my bloodline, my lineage is native to uh, down south. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But they came here to America to hand me. They didn't know they were going to hand me then. <laughs> but they came to this country to hand their children a better life, mm-hmm. a better way of life. So even though my le- my lineage is from down south, I'm native to North America. Mm-hmm. This is where I was born. Mm-hmm. So as an American who is native to these Americas, because I came from no other continent, I came from here. My responsibility, my responsibility and only sole duty in life is to do what my parents did for me. And that's to make sure my children have a better shot and way of life when they grow up. Because me, I started a step ahead of them, right? Mm-hmm. A citizen. My mom 
just became a citizen last year. Mm-hmm. She's been here since she was 17. She's like 66 now. <laughs> so, when I hear people say, America this, America that. Yeah, America has, you know, it has its faults. But this ain't the 60s. Mm-hmm. This ain't the 70s anymore. Mm-mm. So when you hear that narrative, it's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Seriously, like, today's times, there's so much brown and black involved in the system. Military, police, firemen, Congress, Senate. Like, there's just so much of us that have been included. We're, not, we're no longer discluded. Mm-hmm. So when I hear the ranting and complaining and the crying, it's like, bro, we have two options in this world. Cry and complain or get involved. And that, no matter what color you are, America can guarantee. Mm. Yep, that's and, true. And, 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 and this is why people be like, oh, well, you didn't want American flags, or you this or that. Did I go because I'm protesting? I don't represent no flag at the moment because America has kids in cages. America is separating families, and they want to talk about well, they they shouldn't be coming here for amnesty or whatever this or that, right? It, it is like, but that's their right. They all, oh, but there's no room for them. Okay, if there's no room for them, if there's no room. For all these children that are trying to come here that live on the same continent as us. Mm-hmm. How come we got room for 100,000 Afghanistan people being yep. flown over here? Yep. And I don't want to say, hey, hey, I feel bad for what they're going through. You know yep. what I mean? I feel bad for what they're going through. But I just feel like sometimes America likes to start problems and do things somewhere else. So people don't see what's going on in their own backyard. That's true. That's because a, there's a because, lot of stuff going on because that people don't talk about. Because right now, Biden is doing the same thing that Trump was doing with the kids in cages. The same thing. Ain't nothing changed. But you don't see these fucking liberals out here marching to free our kids from cages. You don't see these fucking people that were talking crap about the marches that we were doing for the Free Our Kids out here leading marches to free our kids. Mm-hmm. No, they've all been paid and bought. Be quiet. That's our guy. Shh. What do we do? We got all these Afghanistan people we got to worry about. Hey, but what about the kids in cages? Shh. We're not talking about them right now. We, we gotta get the Afghanistan people here. They 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 need amnesty, but what about the kids in cages that need amnesty? <laughs> what about oh well well America? Jesse, sit down please and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> so it'd be like, well well America went to Afghanistan and did all that. What about everything that America's done to Guatemala and Honduras and Salvador? America did all that too. That's why they want to come because America did coups and destroyed their economies and destroyed their building and is always recycling their presidents. The same thing America did to Afghanistan is the same thing that they did to Central America. They did that to Libya. They did that to Venezuela. It's all the influence. It's, 
and still knowing everything that America has done, this is still one of the greatest positions a person of color can be. That's why everybody's trying to come. That's why all the people from Central America is trying to come. That's why our Mexican people are trying to come. That's why Afghanistan people are literally hanging off the fucking wheels of the airplane trying to come. Falling down. So when I hear people burn it down and cry and complain, it's like, bro, most of the people, the activists that were out there talking about burning the system down and oppress and this and that, all have college degrees. All go on vacations to Mexico and, 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 and travel the fucking world. They, they, they're traveling. <laughs> All are saving up money to buy homes. And, and, and they're talking about how injustice the system is. That's why I say that what's out there right now is fake as fuck. Like what happened with Black Lives Matter when people were donating money and finding out there was embezzlement. People were buying mansions and stuff and lavish. It's like... What the fuck, man? And what I tell people is that's the show. Don't pay attention to the show. Those people are not marching for your rights. Those, those people, you, you want to see a movement that was marching for your rights? Go look at 2020 and all the marches that were being held. That was done by the people. But these organizations and these faces that are out there right now, these people are not for you. If they were for you, how come... The Afghanistan people are getting amnesty before our neighbors that are on the same continent. How could people that are being flown from overseas already being talked about? They're going to get food stamps and money and, and a place to be set. $1,400 a week or a month that they're going to be getting. And, uh, and we're looking here. Their unemployment is stopped on Monday. You know, just... just no one wants to work. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to be in more of a deficit. That means we're going to owe money back to China more. What? Is China going to come over here? Well, I, I, so I, I think with China, right, that's why Biden pulled out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Trump, yes, initially made the deal. Yeah. But Biden was going to follow through on it because just like Trump, I believe Biden... Because I believe Trump was illegitimate as well. Mm-hmm. I, I believe uh, uh, Russia and China put Trump in that power, in that position. I think so. And and then in return, I mean, Trump was too much of a loose cannon, so they put a classic in there, Biden, who was going to follow through. Because mm-hmm. I also believe that Obama was put in there by uh, uh, by for his second term, was put in there by uh, uh, Russia. Because if you hear when they talk at the end, he was speaking to one of Putin's homies and be like, well, let, let Putin know that uh, I'll get at him after the election. So they were already securing his win. You know what I mean? So, I mean, these are little things that you have to pay attention to. They're not conspiracy theories. It's no, there. It's, it's, it's there. It's there. You know what I mean? It, it, it's if you choose to believe it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to think about it, right? Who does BLM really, really, really benefit it, it benefit, BLM benefits Russia and China because they want to see the downfall of America. <laughs> These are communist states. It smells like I, I smell George Soros. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. so, so, so what I'm saying, at the end of the day, right, anyone who wants to see America's system fall, which BLM does, right, mm-hmm. because I've been out there, I've heard them speak, I've heard their, I've heard their narrative, and their narrative is black supremacy. 
-hmm. It is what it is. They want to overthrow the whites and make them pay for everything that has been done to them. It, it, they're not for all people. They're for their people. Rightfully so, though, right? It, 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 white people, you know, should be for white people. Black people should be for black people. Brown people should be for brown people. And Asian people, I mean, needless to say, you could tell they are for their people. You know what I mean? They're building. They're, they're, they're creating. They don't buy a house. They buy a block. And once they buy the block, they take over the city. You know what I mean? And, and they're doing that on behalf of their people. You know? While it's funny, right? While we're marching, we're doing what we're doing. We have brown, black, and white people at each other's necks. You see what the Asians were doing while we were doing all that? Jogging with their little headphones right by us. <laughs> Sitting there eating at restaurants, wondering what the fuck are these people doing? Didn't give a damn. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I'll just leave that for Huda Moreno from the Yo Yo podcast. Uh, what's up, everyone? Mega Man here. I hope you're liking this episode. And uh, pretty much, there's a lot of things, upcoming stuff. Um, I'm pushing. I'm gonna be pushing out a lot of content out. Um, Mega Man After Dark's gonna be coming on in November. I'm gonna be doing a lot more guest appearances. Um, do, I'm gonna be doing beers of the week. Getting the the most of all the social media ready, Patreon, uh, YouTube, the merch. I mean, Mega Man's going to be really busy, but um, I got three more episodes I got to do, then I'm going to be taking a break. Uh, probably in the beginning of December, all the way into maybe the mid-January, I'll be taking a break. Um, I'm going to be focused on work a lot because those are going to be the busiest months. And also, I'm just going to go on a vacation and spend time with the family and uh, just live life, you know, and take care of some personal things and, and you know, pretty much in a way, um, get ready for the Uplift the Mega Man's podcast, you know. Um, like I said, I want to get the YouTube ready and everything. So, and pretty much I've been doing podcasts and sometimes in a way... I always been that that person who is always hungry. Let's go. Let's get after it. Get after it. And doing about fifty eight episodes in one and a half month, it kind of really burned me out. So I just have maybe three more episodes to do, and that's it. Then I'm just gonna start releasing releasing all those episodes. I might release two episodes. I might release three. Maybe one. Who knows? But um, I'm going to be uh, just keep on um, promoting, keep on, uh, you know, pushing out more content much as I can, because um, I get I, I get a lot of you guys and ladies saying we need more episodes, put more and more. We crave it. We need more. And I was more iffy with it because I don't want to put out two episodes or three because I don't want to really bury the episodes because I pretty much want to focus on just putting out one episode a week so I can focus um, on promoting uh, he or she, whoever came on the Mega Mass podcast. But uh, my number's been good and everything, and um, I got a lot of good people going to be coming on on the podcast. I can't really say, but uh, they're pretty much the way they're going to be coming on next year, so I'm super stoked for that. Um, pretty much other than that, that's about it. Um, the Dodgers are pro 
just beat the Cardinals. So I, I'm pretty much stoked for the Dodgers to play my Giants. And we're going to see uh, who's going to win that series. It, maybe the Dodgers might win it and probably repeat. Or maybe the Giants probably going to beat the Dodgers and we're probably going to win it. Who knows? A lot of people are saying, you know, whoever wins a series against the Dodgers versus the Giants is probably going to win the World Series. So... It's going to be a good game. I can't wait. I can't wait. And, um, yeah, and the Lakers, I can't can't wait to watch the Lakers play. And, uh, yeah, pretty much that's about it. There's a lot of things. um, I have a lot of things to say, but I just just got a little brain fart right now. But uh, it'll it'll come back to me uh, down the road. But other than that, uh, that's about it. I'm just going to live life, work, spend time with the family, podcast. And just really anxious for December so I could take a, a little mini vacation for a month. Other than that, that's about it. So uh, enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. And uh, keep on uh, listening to the Mega Man's podcast. And also, if you ever have time, uh, go to Apple Podcasts. Look up the Mega Man's podcast. Rate review. Leave me some stars. Leave a comment. If, if it's good or not, just, just show nothing but love. Um, that's about it, guys. And uh, just go through you. Just go on with your day. Go on with your night. And uh, let's get back to the episode. Later, guys. All right, and we are back. We took a little break. Uh, your son got a little cold. It gets a little. It gets a little freezy over here, Long Beach. <laughs> but he's all good. He's all good. And that's how my kids are. Dad. Yeah. Dad. I was like, what? <laughs> but it's all good. Hey. I like to. Uh, uh... Like, like, he knows he's gonna get his way, <laughs> but I still speak to him a little, like, mm, little tough, you know. <laughs> but, hey, well, because you know what? Honestly, bro, I don't want my kid to grow up like a fucking millennial. Ugh. You know what I mean? Too like, soft. Yeah, Too come soft. on, bro. This generation Too soft. is so fucking. I, I don't want to say weak, bro, but disappointing, right? Sad. Uh, like, uh, Oh, I need to take a mental break or I need to too much for me or like like it is it, crazy how we're living. Not only do you have organizations trying to destroy our system and our way of life, mm-hmm. but you also have social media trying to destroy our way of life, right? And with the kids when as well, we, what they see. When we were growing up, it was get the fuck up. Dust yourself off. Get the fuck over there. Oh, he hit me. Well, go hit that fool back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now it's, oh, my poor baby. You know what? You, you, here, here, here's a chips and a soda. And, 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 and here's your Just stay away from those people. And, and here you go. Here's your little safe space corner. Like, like everybody now needs this safe space. You know, everybody now needs this mental break. We're living in a society where quitting, when you quit, you get celebrated. Here's a trophy. You get cele- Everyone gets a trophy. You get celebrated for quitting and then... And I'm not saying mental health is a joke. I mean, I, I was 14 years old when I saw my first body drop in front of me, dead, dying, shaking. Oh, yeah. That was my friend. You're not going to tell me that, that that affects you mentally? You know, I was... I, 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 I was... Uh, I was 14 years old when, when I got jumped to the point where I was... 
beat the fuck up where I couldn't even fucking walk. You don't think that fucking, you don't, I, I grew up running with the streets, watching gunshots firing everywhere. We were like fucking Wild West. Oh, we yeah. grew up like oh, mini yeah. fucking, we grew up like mini soldiers in the streets in oh, the yeah. 90s. It, it, you, you know what I mean? You're not going to tell me that that affected my mental health. You know, I grew up with no dad. I grew up in juvenile halls being thrown in ice boxes, treated like an animal, eating, e e eating crap for food. You know, like, and, and you know, that affected you uh, to this day, mental health, right? But you keep on pushing. You keep on pushing. You, you, you grab yourself by whatever the fuck you grab yourself, whether it's testosterone, balls, tits, and you keep on fucking going. Bro. I tell my kids this. You should be happy you have a roof overhead. There's a whole bunch of fucking food in, in that fucking refrigerator. You, you, you got everything that you want. Everything. And you're telling me that you need a mental break? Get the fuck up. What the fuck? Uh, 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 Jeez. Uh, Makes you want to pull out. <laughs> my kids, wait, wait, right? Uh, and I tell my kids, uh, I, I, I tell my kids, you know why I speak to you tough? Because I'm mentally preparing you for the world. Bravo. And on I that. speak to them like this. Bravo. The world will turn around and fuck you and not give one fucks about it. It's a doggy dog world. So if I'm gonna fucking sit here and tell you, baby, everything's gonna be all right, it's a fucking lie, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. When you're with me, I'll protect you. Mm -hmm. When you're with me, I love you, I'll hug you, and kiss you. But if you fuck up, I'm putting a foot in your fucking ass. Not literally, verbally. I don't hit them. I don't hit none of my kids. I grew up getting beat. Oh yeah. It, it, <laughs> I'm still it, talking right now. It, it, it didn't do nothing, right? <laughs> it, it didn't do nothing. He's just trying to do it again. <laughs> Come on, you that's know, it, Dad? But a little yelling here and there, a little, hey, you know what? You're fucking up, bro. And as I speak to her, hey, bro, you know what? You're fucking up, bro. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Who do you think you are, bro? You just gonna look at me at this week? He's like, I speak to them like if they're little grown ups. Because your children are only gonna have the level of understanding that you give them because mm. you're their first teacher. Yes. You know what I mean? So if I'm just talking about pussy, beer, and weed, then that's the understanding that they're gonna have. Mm -hmm. But if I'm speaking to them like, hey, do you understand why those kids are in the cages? Hey, do you understand why Trump said this? Do you understand why Biden is doing this? Now you're elevating their level of understanding. It is like, oh, wow, you know? So you're not limiting them to what's only going on in their neighborhood, in their friend's house. You're over-expanding their minds mm -hmm. towards even world issues. Yeah. Because that could affect, that could affect everything. You know, so sheltering, Ah, fuck that bullshit. I believe the parent, you know, this is my personal opinion and everybody's more welcome to do whatever they want to do. But when you're sheltering your children, you get to get a bunch of fucking millennials and that's no good for us. I don't want that. <laughs> I'm tired of millennials, dude. They've been fucking up lately. They've been being, being more of a ramwaz. But I want to get to the next topic. I want to kind of switch gears. Um, you brought up a, a, a situation where a lot of people don't want to abide by parents' rules. I noticed that um, you see a lot of homeless people and uh, either they fall in hard times in the recession or sometimes they don't want to abide by their parents' rules or this or, or veterans coming home and, you know, they have nowhere else to go and they just end up being homeless. It's sad. So I actually, I haven't recently mm -hmm. because I took this time off. Yes. But actually... 
I go to Skid Row. I actually do go and give out clothes. There's footage and videos of me doing this. Yes, yes. Not, not to say, oh, yeah, look at what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. I, I've come to understand that everything that you do is very important to document. Mm-hmm. Because the haters come. Oh, yeah. The haters come. Oh, yeah. And instead of going back and forth with the haters... I have a say, just let the work speak for itself. Exactly. The action speak for itself. This little crybaby sucker wants to complain about what it is that I'm doing. If you want to know who it is I am and what I'm doing, go look because it's documented. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to you to have your own mind and decision to be like, I fucks with this fool or I don't. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You don't want to fuck with me? More power to you. You want to fuck with me? Hey, thank you. More power to you. Mm-hmm. you know, more power to us. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's like with uh, with uh, the Hood Santa, Tito Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. He's always got, always out there community, and he gets scrutinized a lot. You know, like, well, why you talk bad about people like that? Why don't you go out there and and do do maybe there's give out donate some clothes, do this, whatever. But everyone wants to do it for the ground. Yeah, and and what I see is that I go out there and I talk to the vets. And yeah. a lot of the vets, I be mean, they want to be there. Really? They've, they've told me. It's just everything that they've been through, they can't function in society no more. They can't live with the things that they had to do. Is it because they missed, it, their, they missed their brotherhood? They, 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 they know some of the things that they've had to do. Like, okay, I had, uh, it was my grandma's, one of my grandma's last boyfriends before she passed away, Greg. Yeah, yes. He was a hell's angel. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and before that, he joined the military, uh, Vietnam vet, and he would say that. Honey, you. And 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 he would say that, and, and he was an alcoholic, alcoholic, weed smoker, bad. Like he would wake up to a fucking thirty-two of high life. He loved high life. He loved high life, and he loved vodka. And he'd go to bed with he'd, he'd wake up to a high life And he'd go to bed with the high life Damn Or the bottle of vodka Like this guy would drink He'd wake up nice and clean Hair comb, brush By the time it was time for bed In the evening Hair messed up And looking like a whole fucking mean grump Right But good guy he Never hurt me Never spoke to me wrong I mean we were drinking together <laughs> I'm cool with that And, and, and uh, But he would tell me in Vietnam how they would have to step on the baby's heads and crunch their skulls because the, to be able to hide their location because they couldn't afford the babies to cry. So when the the way he would say, you know, I'm going to tell the tale how it was told to me. When the nippers would come, it, it, when the, uh, uh, they had to uh, uh, hide. You know what I mean? So, so, so uh, uh, straight up, right? Because he still hated them. Until the day he died, he hated Vietnamese people because he had to kill them and they killed a lot of his brothers and you know what I mean? So he'd be like, we just crush those fucking babies' heads and like an animal. He would say it like that. We get those fucking nip babies and fucking squish their fucking skulls and make them fucking be quiet because we couldn't give up our locations. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, and then so they'd go in the holes in the tunnels and same thing, they'd have to kill the women and the children. It, it, it just so they can be safe to their location and not give it up. Wow! Cause, it, I mean, because we're we're in their home hometown. Yes, 
So, you know, and then he'd be like, if you wanted a piece of ass, it was right there. You get it. You do. You know what I mean? Like, hey, hey. He was real with me. And this is not the only Vietnam vet that would tell me these things. Not to say that all of them were like that. Mm-hmm. But I also know soldiers. I know my, my people that have witnessed even, you know, the soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the term boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have a bunch of young youth children not being watched, right? And I'm not trying to speak bad on our military. No. What I'm trying to say is having understanding, right? Because a lot of them are coming home now. They're all coming home. Mm-hmm. And don't think that they're not coming home fucked up. They've seen people die. They've seen explosions. They've seen things that you will never see in your fucking life. Oh, yeah. And the reason why I feel for them is because I've seen things that no child should ever see in their life. Mm-hmm. No child at 14 years old should watch his friend's brains on the fucking pavement dying from a gunshot wound. Oof. You know what I mean? Oof. Hearing his grandmother scream. No, 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 no child should have to grow up packing a 38 and a 45 and a 9 just to go buy an ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to understand that when these soldiers come home, then they've been through some trauma. They've been through some shit. And these soldiers that have chosen to be homeless have been through some shit that they you can't process till this day. Mm-hmm. So it's like my Greg, which takes me back to Greg. Mm-hmm. From the day he woke up till he went to sleep, he says, yeah, I'm an alcoholic, but I'm an alcoholic because I need to erase these memories every day. I hear you on that. There's there's things I don't want to hear or things I don't want to reflect on the past. And you, people get high, people drink and this, whatever. I get it. It, it, it's traumatizing and, and you know Now I'm not saying that They all want to be homeless mm-hmm. What I am saying is Some that I spoke to mm. Because you know People like to always meter- Oh he's saying all of them are No I'm saying the ones that I spoke to mm-hmm. Not all just some Have said this mm-hmm. I just Don't want to be a part of You know I fought for this country Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. I get it. Yeah. That's how some of them had told me. I get it. Other ones told me, I fought for this fucking country and this is what the fuck they give me. So yes, I've heard both of it. I've heard both of them. Mm -hmm. And whether they don't want to be a part of the system anymore, Mm -hmm. or whether they do want to be a part of the system, Mm -hmm. it's outraging that (laughs) this governor and and even Gascon Recall Gascon 100%. I'm kind of torn on Nusin. I just say, do what you feel is right. Do what you feel is right. Because it, 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 with Nusin, it's a 50 50 split. Yes. Nusin, you take him out of office. If you don't like homelessness, you're about to have a few more million homeless. Because of the regulations that he put in place where people could only, if you can't afford to pay the rent, it's only 20% rent, this and that. And all 
liberal democratic states are doing that, right? Mm -hmm. To make sure that people stay in their homes. It's the Republican states that pulled that. They repealed that. So now you have a lot more homelessness going in the red states because they don't want to give that 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 um, that assistance. You know, and you have to think about it. If you're not happy with homelessness and you vote Newsom now, what do you think Elder's gonna, uh, uh, Larry Elder is going to do, right? That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think good old Larry's going to do? He's going to repeal that act that's saving a lot of families from being homeless right now. And like I say, if you're tired of homelessness, phew, you're about to see a lot more. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I feel Newsom's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty simple, you know. While people were losing their businesses and this and that, you know, like the communities and everybody was being affected, he was living it up. His fucking place of business was still the running. Winery, yeah. yeah they, they, he was still cashing in money. You know, he didn't lose nothing. I'm gonna take a pay cut. Yeah. Where's the pay cut at? So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like he's fucked up, but he's not right. I mean, he did give a lot of people money. He did give people housing assistance. Mm-hmm. He is the most uh, proactive for brown people. When I say brown people, whether you're legal or not legal, um, he made sure that they all got health care. He made sure that they all they all got uh, money and assistance. Now. If you want to look at it as race, he did look out a lot for the brown people. If you want to look at it as... Daddy, an... the phone's frozen again. Well, just wait till it comes back, please. Mm-hmm. If you want to look at it as an American, he set us back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the decision. And I believe that the only way he stays in office... Is it, it deter- determines on how the brown people vote. That's what everyone's saying. And then you have to go Stop, again. please. Wait. Let me finish. <laughs> Let me finish. Mm-hmm. So, at, at the end of the day, that's what I honestly believe. Um, only, I seen this morning that only 20% of his support group mm-hmm. has come out and vote. I haven't voted yet. I, I haven't voted yet. I don't know if I am or not mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gascon, I'm going to vote that motherfucker up because that motherfucker right there, he wants to let out murderers, sexual assaulters, mm-hmm. pedophiles, uh, uh, drop, drop uh, the enhancements on sexual assaults. Like, are you fucking stupid, bro? Like, that's not reform. He, they, they supposedly, right, he said, oh, yeah, I'm doing this for the people because the people want reform. That's not reform. Reform is fixing things to make sure that people do not get convicted unjustifiably. That's reform. Not letting motherfuckers who did fucking audacities to our fucking communities and people. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not reform. You, you, this is the game that they play. What they did in the eighties and nineties, in the eighties and nineties, when they let all the heavy hitters out. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna say who, but they let a lot of heavy hitters out of prison. Mm-hmm. They came out here and they put all their power of prison out here to the streets. And next thing you know, gang violence went crazy. 
<laughs> Next thing you know, you know, you, you got people fucking joining gangs left and right because it was the thing to do. The power, the drug, it ruined our communities and generations that we're still recovering from. Mm -hmm. We're still recovering from all these people that were released in the 80s and 90s that destroyed our communities. And that is what Gascon is trying to do today right now by releasing all these people. You release these people, imagine all the racism that's going to come to these streets. Imagine all the politics that's going to come to these streets. Imagine... What our children are going to walk out to now if it wasn't bad enough? And you want to talk about you are helping our people, you're helping our community? No, you're not, motherfucker. We, I, I, I see clearly what he's doing. Yeah. He's trying to make sure we take a step back. Especially right now when you have a lot of black and brown unity going on. He wants to let the people... <laughs> That's going to cause nothing but racism. Nah, bro. So, at the end of the day, I say recall Gascon. Because I see right through their little game. Mm -hmm. They're not there to help our people. They're there to destroy our people. Okay. Well, there's some deep talk. There's some deep. There's some deep. Open your eyes, you know, because it's, uh, it's, it's deep. Wait, wait, with Gavin Newsom, like I said, mate, hey, um... I was all for vote him out. I honestly did want to run myself, mm. but it's not time. I'm not saying I won't run. I still have more time to work on me. Mm -hmm. I still have more time to network and build with both communities. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Trumpies, conservative, the liberals, eh, eh, Democrats, because at the end of the day, right, you have two faction, fraction, factions, right? You, you, you have the conservative side, far right wing, and the far left wing. And honestly, each side just wants to see the system burn, right? The right side to make sure that they keep white supremacy in place, showing love to all their sympathizers. Yes. You know? So you have the brown and black people like Larry Elder and all these people. They're sympathizers to white supremacy. You know, everybody who goes for Trump, they're sympathizers. That, that's what it is, right? Because they got it good. Hey, you know what, man? I got it good in this fucking country. I don't care about this white supremacy. They've been good to me. I'm going to be good to them. You know what I mean? And then you got the liberals. Mm -hmm. You got the liberals saying, fuck white supremacy, da, 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 You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah, because they ain't got nothing, right? Yeah. They, 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 they ain't got nothing. So they got a good reason to be mad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then when you have BLM saying what they're saying, me, I'm a moderate. Mm -hmm. I'm like in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing, like, okay, yeah, you know what? I know my people get fucked. I know they put drugs in my community. I know they put guns in my community. I, I, I was falsely imprisoned myself. You know, I'm, I'm for my people. Mm -hmm. But I'm not for what you're saying. I'm not for white people take the step back. It's time for black and brown people to be on the oh, Actually, they just say black people to be in the front. 
they don't include black and brown. It's always black, black, black. Mm -hmm. And much love to my black brothers and sisters. I stand with them 100%. But I don't stand for an organization that takes people from the money and only believes in black supremacy. That's mm -hmm. what I don't stand for. Because I believe in all peoples as mm -hmm. a moderate. So even though I feel what you're saying, sometimes you got to take your feelings and go with what's right. Mm -hmm. And see in the middle. Mm. And what I see is that this side, the far left and the far right, want to destroy what me and you and our neighbors have going on. Our job, taking kids to soccer, school, they want to destroy our society because each side wants to win. So I feel that it is the responsibility of the common citizen, those that can still have conversations with each other, whether you believe you're conservative or liberal, those of us that believe that, you know what? I don't give a fuck if you vote for Trump. I don't give a fuck if you vote for Hillary. I don't give a fuck if you vote for Biden. Mm -hmm. My kid plays with your kid. Yeah. They go to school together. We do the, I believe that it is up to us to save what's worth saving. What's worth saving is the American dream. That's worth saving. Because you have people dying right now just to get here. Yeah. And she's telling everyone, don't come. Go back. And it's just sad. People... Just so that's what I'm saying. That at the end of the day, it's time for us as a people whether you're Trumpy or not you know like there's brown people right like let's put it out there you know you got American Cholo right that's a big platform for our people right yeah very conservative mm -hmm. very Trumpy-ish and, and and a lot of the shit that he says is facts alright mm -hmm. but it's sympathizer it's being a sympathizer, you know? And, and, but it's facts. You know, he put this post of how it looks like in his country for children that are poor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And, 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 and you want to complain about here? Get mm -hmm. the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I say. Like, it's very important. It's very important. Especially with Newsom. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see homelessness increase? Because that's what will happen if you vote him out. Oh, it's getting deep, man. It's getting deep. I have one last question because I know we're, we're short on time because I got to do a part two with you down the road. I want to talk about China. Yeah. There's no going around yeah, it. Here we There's go. this. I mean, global total domination. China's taking over everything. We talk, let's talk about the Chase Bank. So I'm going to say like this, right, with China. And this is where I go. I, I was with Trump 100% on that. Uh -huh. Everything Trump did, the attacks, the, 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 the sanctions, the, the, all of it, the terrorists. It, it, man, what he did with China was genius uh -huh. because... I gotta say this much, man. 
I identify as native. I have native on me. I'm native American to this continent, to this land, but I am an American citizen. Mm -hmm. I grew up, right? WWE, right? Was WWF. You know, I grew up with WWE, you know, the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. They had to change the name yeah, because the pandas. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bacho Man, Hulk Hogan, you know, like, I grew up with the Monster Trucks, the Bigfoot, and all that <laughs> shit, right? Like, I grew up watching America strive. We know we hit that, 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 that economical boom, yes. right? Yes. It, 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 everything was... I was born in the USA. Right? Thing, yeah. I was made in the USA. Everything was by USA. Yes, I remember. By USA. I remember that in the back label in the back. And then the fucking Clintons came into and I say Clintons because they both ran it. And I say the fucking Clintons came into the presidency and sent everything away to China, Mexico. And India and Everywhere else you could think of now Right Overseas. Because they just opened it up Yeah And And and, and <sighs> We have to Pay attention right That after that Everything was now Oh you gotta buy China Oh everything It's Japan It's this It's that it, it, We got away from our Home right And it's funny right it's funny that we're living in an era now. Take care of your community. Buy small business. Buy local. Yes. Well, you know what? Buying USA is taking care of your community. Buying American-made is taking care of your children's future. When you go and buy China, you're supporting China. You're not supporting your son. You're not supporting your daughter. You're not supporting your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So when you speak of, well, well, why is everybody focused on China? It's like, well, because you know what? Low key, China is not only destroying our economy. They're the new colonizers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are really taking over this country without even throwing one fucking bullet. Look at what happened. For one month, they went into the limelight for a couple of attacks on Asian people, which was wrong. Uh-huh. But within a month or two, they got together, used their money, and fucking passed a bill to stop hate Asian crimes. Yeah. They got it. Our vendors are still being attacked, and our children are still in cages, and we don't do a fuck. No, no, no laws passed, and it's going to slow. They're coming from overseas and on a boat, and they're not only buying Chase Banks... But if you go to my community, you'll see a big five, six-story Chase Bank. Not just a Chase Bank. It's a five, six-story bank. You got elevators up in that motherfucker going up and down all glass with a Chase. And right next to it, an Asian writing, Chase. Where you should, where, where you show, show, show me where you see that for brown people. Show me where you show a big five, six-story brand-new Chase Bank with Spanish writing right there. It'd be un-American. That's what they would say. This is outrageous. That's true. That's true. This is America. We need English words out there, right? What do they tell us? Hey, speak English. You're in America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but you have the Chinese coming, buying a house, buying a block, 
buying the city and not only tearing down buildings, but rebuilding them and putting Asian writing all over it. And where's the outrage? <laughs> wow. Money. In this country, money talks and bullshit walks. That's true. Got a, so, you got a lot of billionaires in China. So when we're talking about Asia, Asia and China, what I want people to take from what we're talking about is, uh-huh. y'all better pay attention. Don't hate them. Learn from them. And stop selling your houses to them. Stop selling your houses to the Asians. Sell to your own. Stop selling your businesses to the Asians. Sell to your own. Wait. Wait. Don't be money hungry. Because you know what they're doing. They are taking what our grandparents hope for us to have. They're taking that away. That house that you're selling to them that should have been for your kid or your grandkid, you're not giving it to them. And when I say them, I say them because they will only now sell to themselves. See, we have to think like them because that's the enemy within. And people don't see that. And it's not being racist, it's just understanding their strategy. The way they move is being calculated, right? It's like, okay, and I, and I live around a lot of them. That's why I know. When you go look for jobs in the Chinese stores and everything, it says must speak English and Chinese. How many brown people speak Chinese, man? But they work it behind, behind the, you, behind the, behind the, behind the cooking. You know what I mean? That's all they want us for is to cook. Yeah. But the good positions must speak Chinese. Mm-hmm. That's discriminatory. That's discrimination. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 hey. So, what I say it is, that when they rent they only rent to themselves when they sell a house they only sell to themselves mm-hmm. when they get a plaza when they're leasing that plaza they only lease to themselves mm-hmm. I went to get a, 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 a so I have a nonprofit, and I try to get a nonprofit going get the loan and get moving and this and that right mm-hmm. and that bank was ran by Asians. They didn't even want to open an account for me. I was like, look, I have the money and this and that. It was like, oh, but yeah, but uh, maybe you should try a different bank. They told me like that, bro. Straight up. I was like, well, what the fuck? So I go, I have all the proper documentation and everything and everything. And the, the guy that I was dealing with was an Asian man. And he didn't want to really give me the time of day. Mm-hmm. So I just got fed up Leaving me out there this, I said you know what man I want to speak to your supervisor As a matter of fact I don't even want to speak to you no more I want to speak to someone I, I want to speak to someone That looks like me bro I went there I was so frustrated I was there for hours I was angry and outraged And I just said I want to speak to somebody That looks like me The person came Manager came And she was like Well what's going on What's happening And I expressed all my sentiments I was like Literally, they were looking at me like I don't even belong here. Like, what am I doing? They were looking at me in disgust. Why? Because I got tattoos? Because I'm brown? Because I don't look like them? Because that's how they made me feel. Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. I don't believe that. Okay, you know, 
And he goes, now I understand why you're upset. Mm -hmm. They were telling me, come back with this paper, come back with that paper. When I expressed my sentiments to the supervisor, she goes, well, all they had to do was call this number. Did they do that? No, they didn't. I'm sorry, sir, they should have did that. She called the number, this and that. After they called the number, I'm approved. That's all they had to do, bro. But they were sending me back and forth. So what you're asking me, it's important to look out for your own because it took one of my own to finally get me approved. Mm -hmm. You have to, it's not being racist, it's just understanding the strategy. Be careful for those who you let in your home. Oh yeah, that's always a big You gotta must. be? That's a big must. And, and that's what we're doing, right? Yeah. We're letting, they like to say that this is a land of immigrants. No, it's not because brown people are not immigrants. We were, we're here. We've always been here. We've always been here. We've always been here. So when I say be careful who we're letting into our home now, stop moving to the deserts and try to stay in the cities. Mm. Because mm. we're yep. surrendering. Yep. We're surrendering our land. Yep. We're surrendering our power. Yeah. Why, why, why are the prices skyrocketing? Why is gentrification? Why are people leaving? Because they're making room for the wealthy whites and the Asians. Makes sense. Hold on to what we have. Do not leave California. Be careful who you let into our home because this is our home. Yeah. And the only way, especially those who want to say, take back the land. If you want to take back what is yours, you must hold on to it. You must buy it. You must not only buy it and let it wither away, make it look good. Yep. yep. People complain about gentrification, but you know what? They're tearing down the old and making it look new. I go to my city where I grew up in La Puente. Still looks the same fucking way, bro, than when I was a kid. All brown business and own, own. Don't give a rat's ass about it. You're making it look nice. Asians come. They buy. They burn. Well, I'm saying where I live. They put down a lot of places. And miraculously, they get built brand new again. You know? They come, they buy, they destroy, and they make new. They're coming from overseas. We have been here for centuries, decades, and generations. So we need to stop complaining about what Asians are doing, what white supremacy is doing, and get the head out of our fucking ass and start doing what the Asians are doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, you know, we're going to end it on that right there. Wake up, everyone. Just wake up. Well, Jonah, I just want to say uh, thank you for coming on the Mega Mass podcast. You and your son came a long way. I really appreciate it. Do you have any uh, plugs or shout outs? I, be, I, I just want to shout out everybody, you know, like, um, who's really been a supporter, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I've, it's hard, bro, doing what we do. Yes. And I say we, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people like to talk shit, hate, and talk about how it should be done. Mm -hmm. 
but it's only few that actually get the fuck up and do it. <laughs> it's only very few that have the nerve to not give a fuck about what anybody says about you, what anybody posts about you, yeah. what anybody like. You know, you gotta get the haters. You gotta get this and that. Yeah. You gotta break off. You know, you gotta break off from people on your journey mm-hmm. because. They just don't see. You don't see. You know what I mean? You just yeah. don't see. Oh, yeah. I, bro. Your vision is different. Your beliefs are different. Your morals are different. Yeah, just that's how it is, man. And, and and I just give much love and respect to those who have stayed by and stayed strong, you know? Yeah. Whether whether it's whether it's uh, you know, my family members, whether it's those who have chosen to stand by and believe, you know, like Monse, like my brother, my baby brother, man, my baby brother is even an inspiration to myself, you know, and those those people that have just stayed solid, bro, they know who they are. I I just can't say names right now because I know it gets emotional. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and but you know, I got like Bridget and Patty and Monse and uh, so many names, so so many people that. Has stood there by the fire and been there. 4D, Spencer Bonds, you know, a lot of artists that share their music beliefs and everything, because that's what I also do. Yeah. A lot of people I would have taken from, I've always been an entertainer, I've always been music, I've always been about that. So a lot of people got to know me as a speaker, an activist, or leading marches. Mm-hmm. I did that because that's how I felt. That's not who I am mm-hmm. you know what I mean it, that's what I want people to understand that I that I am an entertainer mm-hmm. I am not this person that is gonna lead us to glory or a fucking activist or a fucking that's not my life yeah yeah my life Two minutes. <laughs> my life, my life is my children mm-hmm. as a single father trying to make it. My life is this inspire our youth to chase money. You know what I mean? I was around a bunch of people during protests and marching. I said, fuck money, burn the system down. This And I didn't agree with that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that shit. I want to teach our youth to hustle. I want to teach our youth to get it. Mm-hmm. I want to teach our youth to aspire. You know, the decisions that we make today will determine the future of all our generations. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to teach them to be poor. I'm not going to teach them to burn down a system that gives them nothing but opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take anything from who I am as a person, understand that I am an individual. Mm. I'm an individual that believes that white lives matter, brown lives matter, black lives matter, Asian lives matter, all lives matter. Mm. I am an individual who believes that whether you're a Trumpy, a Clinton, a Biden, or whatever the fuck you is, that is your right to feel and be that wave and I can still talk to you. Mm-hmm. Because communication is key, communication is power. Yeah, oh yeah. So at the end of the day, I just want people to understand that it is our responsibility as parents. Mm-hmm. We let the kids run the show already. We let these millennials try to do something. I think it's time for the grown-ups to get involved now. I think it's time for moms and dads to get involved now. And 
let the let let let, the, let, let, let everybody know, right? That my only mission and dream in life is to free our kids from a system that was created only to murder and enslave mm-hmm. poor brown, black, and white children. Mm. That's the only mission: is to create a new path and a better path where we could all coexist with one another. Yeah, so that's it right there. And uh, where can everyone follow you at on Instagram? Uh, main page is in between the BS. Mm-hmm. If you're into uh, music, if you're into uh, uh, raps and stuff like that, uh, we deal with a lot of artists. Um, mm-hmm. We got an award coming up. Okay. Uh, uh, for best. Uh, musicians and stuff like that. I haven't even exposed that yet. So <laughs> we'll do that for we'll do that for part we'll, 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 we'll do that for so, part two. So, uh, uh, but yeah, you could follow me at In Between the BS Instagram. Mm-hmm. You could also follow me at United Brown Nation. Mm-hmm. You know Instagram. Uh, if you want to see the work that we did for, um, you know, what we do, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's uh, the activism or whether it's supporting children in soccer and boxing, you could follow Free Our Kids. Free Our Kids. And that's pretty much the, uh, the main pages. I, I, I do Instagram really only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the same thing I do. Um, Jonah, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, everyone, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the Mega Mess Podcast better. You can find me on um, an Instagram at the Mega Mess Podcast page. YouTube, Merge, all social media will be coming soon next year. Um, shout outs to my lady Cynthia, Gavin, Alex, Emiliano. Uh, my daughter Luna, Daddy Loves You, Jonah, his son, and everyone who's going to be hearing this uh, special, special episode. Um, much love and everything, and uh, best of luck to you, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, my brother. I just want to say what let's do for my kids. What's up? It's my inspiration, man. Yeah. Just let it be known that everything that I do and I've done has always been for my children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for all you fathers out there, that are complaining that your baby mama don't give you enough time with the kids. That's mm. on you, bro. Mm. That's on you, bro. Yeah, I want to let the guy. I want to let the man know that if you got them kids out there, be a part of their life because their mom ain't gotta tell them how much you's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You not being there tells them that. Mm. So step up to the plate. Be a part of your kid's life. Because our children need us more than ever right now, especially during these times. Big time. Big time. Oh, woof. I'm going to go play with my kid right now. I'm going to go wake up. My, <laughs> I'm going to wake up myself right now. All right, then, everyone. Well, we're out, man. Uh, Jonah, Mega Man's out. Later, guys. Later. Appreciate Later. it. Hell yeah. <laughs>